Army veteran Chris Vadeau has created an environmentally friendly, time-saving solution to washing your clothes. Sheets Laundry Club is up next on Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. Navy Federal Credit Union helps you take control of your finances after the holidays. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. All right, today we're talking with Army veteran Chris Vidot. Chris is uh, the founder of Sheets Laundry Club. Great, you guys are doing great things in uh, reducing uh, the plastic load on our oceans and uh, and trash dumps around around the country and around the world. Literally looking forward to talking about that. But I do want to hear what it was you did when you're in the army. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joe. Uh, excited to be here. So uh, in the army, I. I started out as a military police officer, uh, enlisted, um, did that for about five and a half years. I made it to the rank of E6, um, really realized night shift wasn't my, my cup of tea. Um, I spent a lot of, a lot of nights uh, driving around in a car, um, wasn't for me. So uh, I was really inspired in my first year as a private. I got an opportunity to fly in a black back of a Black Hawk helicopter, um, really revamped my thought process while I was in the military. Um, went down to the educational services and kind of just tried to figure out what it took to be a helicopter pilot. Um, spent the next four and a half years kind of checking all the blocks, figuring out what education I needed, um, and really made that, that my focus, um, in my free time. Um, and about five and a half years in, I put in an application, um, for, for warrant officer candidate school. Um, and then ultimately flight school got picked up, um, and in 2003, uh, became a UH 60 Blackhawk pilot. Um, best transition of my life, best decision of my life. Uh, I was always passionate about flying, just didn't think I had the, the brains in a sense to do it. Um, but I made a dream a reality, um, you know, and traveled all over the world. I think 27 countries in my 20 years. Um, so really had an opportunity to see the world and, um, you know, obviously flying in combat from Iraq to, to living in Europe, um, and, and all over the United States. So a majority of my career that, that was meaningful. I mean, I, I love to be a military police officer. Don't get me wrong. Um, and, and I love what those guys do. I just was not a night shift guy. Um, so that was a, a big motivator to, to get off a night shift. Um, and then I transitioned to Blackhawks and flew at night. Um, so, so that never went away. I, I really realized that NVGs were the, the way to fly. So I uh, did that for 20 years and, and retired in uh, February of 2016 and kind of am where I am today. Yeah. That's kind of like, a lot of guys go into the military because they, they don't like school. And then you go in the military and you find yourself in schools all the time. So, um, Oh, that was me a hundred percent. Yeah. My brother went to yeah. college and it wasn't for me. I said, I don't want to go to college and realize if I want to do anything in the military, I got to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so you ended up retiring from the army. Talk about re, uh, transition after retirement. Yeah. I retired in, in February, 2016, um, probably 18 months out. Um, I, I, I really didn't know what, what the next step was going to be for me. It, it, it probably wasn't flying. I, I incurred some um, lung issues, um, over in Iraq from the burn pits, um, which was becoming a, a little bit of more of an issue for me physically. Um, had a lot of neck and, and back, um, issues that come with flying as you probably know and experience yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so for the purpose of a body and at the time having a three-year-old, I, I wanted to find myself um, doing something where I, I could raise my three-year-old. I, I think a lot of, you know, I had a, a child late and I think I've seen enough uh, people raise kids. And, you know, unfortunately the father or mother um, is gone every other year of their, their child's life. Um, so I chose to get out at 20 rather than stay in, even though I, I loved what I did. Um, in the transition, about 18 months out, we, my wife and I kind of really decided, Hey, we want to, we want to open up a business. You know, we, we'd saved. And I said, I, I'm not sure what that business is. I have no business experience or no business background for that matter, but I'm going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So initially we actually opened a franchise called painting with a twist. Um, and it was a paint and sip studio. So we were, we, we transitioned out to Mooresville, North Carolina. Um, I was passionate about NASCAR. I had friends out in North Carolina. Um, so we transitioned out here, uh, opened this franchise up, um, and did it for, for our four year commitment. Um, most exhausting four years of my life. Um, it was never a business that was big enough to hire all the additional assets that you need, like accountants and, um, you know, a legal team. So, so you're doing everything. You're trying to figure out QuickBooks as you go, pay the bills, keep employees hired. Um, it, it was a, a very challenging transition for me because, civilians operate as we all know now much different than than military do the structure that we have the work ethic that we have i'm not saying it's better it's different um you know we mm-hmm. work a, a nine to five in the civilian world and at five if, if the job is not done we're going home in the military if the job's not done we're we're ordering uh you know pizza and, and we're we're going to work through it and get get the mission finished um, so it was, it was an exhausting four years for my wife and I, because we couldn't necessarily afford to hire all the people we needed. Um, so we were typically working, um, from 7 AM till probably 10 or 11 PM, seven days a week. Yeah. Um, and for me, it, it was very opposite of, of the intentions of me getting out of the military was, you know, to be a father. Um, my wife or I were both at work. We were basically single parents for four years. Cause one of us was at home and one of us is at work or the kid was at the babysitter and we were both at work. Mm-hmm. Um, business paid well. I mean, it, it didn't, didn't make us rich by any stretch. Um, but we learned a lot about business in four years. I mean, just a, a lot, you know, from um, running the website to, to taking payments to, you know, dealing with customers, employees, um, the good, bad, and the ugly, and, and really transitioning from, you know, I, I can't, I can't yell at my employees. I can't get mad at my employees because if I don't have my employees, I don't have a business. Um, so it, it was, uh, quite the challenge to understand how the civilian world operated. You know, I think we're, we're ingrained at, you know, I think the time is 39 years old that, that everybody operates the way we do. Um, and we know that's not the case, but you just would assume that people would, um, stay the extra 15 minutes to do the job. Right. But it just doesn't, doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, during the, the last year at sheets or I'm sorry, painting with a twist. Um, it linked up with a friend through uh, now a friend through T-ball and, and uh, co-founder here at sheets laundry club, Chris Campbell. We just both randomly signed up to be coaches, uh, for our kids T-ball teams. And, um, had a lot of similarities. He was uh, in the e-commerce background, done very well in, in business and e-commerce. Um, and I happened to take him to a NASCAR race uh, down. I sat on Kyle Larson's pit box and um, he thought it was a great experience. We talked a lot of business and he said, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking for the next Dollar Shave Club idea. Um, that's the direction I've been going for the last year. Mm-hmm. And I and it clicked on, on a car ride that 
man, I'm doing it all wrong. I'm, I'm really focused on a business that's limited by how far people are willing to drive. Um, and, and the internet, you can, you can reach the whole world uh, instantly. So jokingly, Chris said, you know, can you come up with the next dollar shave club idea? I'll fund it. And, and that's kind of uh, where the start of sheets laundry club came to fruition and um, really changed my mindset um, in, in the whole transition of, of my post retirement on, on where I wanted to, to take my personal life, my professional life and my family. Wow. <clears throat> that's awesome. Um, so where did the lawn, where did the entrepreneurship bug come from? Like, had you always had entrepreneurship tendencies or did it, after you get out of the army and, you know, seeing how the civilian sector was working, you just, you just came to it naturally or what? Um, I, I think I always had tendencies. I don't think I really necessarily acted on them. Um, I was actually, it drove my wife nuts, but I've always watched shark tank, um, you know, from, from the beginning till, till now. Um, and I was just a big fan of it. And I, I was just baffled how people came up with these, you know, random ideas or these, these ideas that, you know, were just blowing it out of the water. Um, and I think my last six or seven years, I, I'm, I'm a very hands-on type guy. I, I do a lot of, uh, machine work. So I was building die cast cars. I would buy a, a NASCAR die cast car and I would completely, you know, sandblast it, repaint it. Um, and I was doing custom ones for cars that necessarily weren't being made. And I was selling them on eBay. Um, I think I had maybe 60 bucks into them and I was selling them for a couple hundred dollars. Mm. Um, and it was just a, it was just a hobby. I got out of the garage when we were living at Fort Carson. Um, and I was tinkering with them. And next thing I know it was, it was turning into a, a second job and people were emailing me like, Hey, where's it at? You know, where's it at? I, I ordered, I want it for Christmas for my husband. Um, and I've got an assembly line of these cars out there that I'm working on. Um, and, and I really realized like, man, I'm making a thousand bucks a month, just tinker around in my garage, doing something I, I did as a hobby for fun. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I linked up with one of my business partners. Uh, now he owned a NASCAR team and he said, Hey, can you, you know, he found me on eBay and sent me a message. Can you make me two of these and two turned into 10 and then 10 turned into, I want one for the whole team. And, um, you know, my life was becoming consumed with that. And, and I think that really turned my, my vision around in life that, man, I can really find a niche out there that, that, that fits what I like doing. And, and I loved it. I mean, I was in the garage doing what I loved. Um, so that, that was really, I think the first minor niche of entrepreneurship that I had was just finding a, a little niche within eBay that was profitable. Um, and I was having fun doing it. I mean, I'm getting paid to do something I was doing for fun that was costing us money. And now I'm actually making money doing it. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah. Hey, veteran entrepreneurs. Did you know that there's a leisure travel website that was made just for you and your family members that can save you money on travel, plus support your military community at the same time? American Forces Travel is committed to providing high quality and best value travel services to patrons affiliated with the Department of Defense as a way to thank them for their service and dedication to our country. American Forces Travel is a DOD partnership with Priceline made exclusively for active duty reservist veterans and DOD civilians, you can save up to 50% off hotels, flights, rental cars, and more. You can even find and purchase event tickets through the site. On top of that, travel company commissions go to your service branch to be reinvested into your military community. Check out American Forces Travel at veteranonthemove.com travel and see for yourself. That's American Forces Travel at veteranonthemove.com travel. 
Every year the holidays come around. I think back to 2007 when I was in Iraq for the holiday season. I'd like to give a big shout out to those of you serving away from your families this year. Know that we're all thinking of you. Now that the holidays are over and we get back to work, as the bills start arriving from all of our holiday shopping, remember that Navy Federal can help you get back on track. You can get a low intro APR on their platinum credit card. It's their lowest rate card and it's a great tool to pay down debt. Navy Federal even has multiple savings and investment options to help you get closer to your financial goals. With Navy Federal, you can automate your savings and investing to put your money to work for you, even as you sleep. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Messages and data rates may apply. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment options are available through Navy Federal Investment Services and are not insured by NCUA. All right, back talking with Army veteran Chris Vidot, uh, founder of Sheets Laundry Club. So, Chris, one of the, I always love to hear the story about where the idea came from because sometimes it just does come out of the blue. Sometimes it's it's you started with this idea and there were multiple pivots along the way and eventually you arrived at your idea that's working for you. So tell us that story. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, kind of backing up to my military, you know, it, and I got lung damage from the burn pits in Iraq. Um, so it really changed uh, my personal perspective on plastic consumption long before Sheets Laundry Club evolved. Um, it was just a, a personal mission to to avoid, you know, I'm holding a, a can of water, uh, avoid single-use plastics uh, within my household and my personal life. My wife and I try to do that and have been trying to do that for years. Um, so kind of going back to meeting Chris Campbell and that Dollar Shave Club idea, it, it just kind of uh, triggered an interest of, man, I, I'd like to figure something out. This is really cool. Um, so for over a month, I kind of just really walked around my house and whether it was a fork, a napkin, toilet paper, a toothbrush, I I just kind of held it. And I said, man, nope, this really wouldn't be a good, you know, monthly subscription idea or people don't need it on a daily basis. Um, and and the sad part is it probably took me a month to figure it out because I did laundry. Um, and, and my wife typically, God bless her, does, does a lot of the laundry, but I did laundry and it just clicked. And I, I, I picked up the jug of laundry. We were using a jug and um, I said, there's gotta be a better way to do laundry detergent. And then for me, it just kind of said it, I was in Korea in 99 to 2000. Um, and inside the barracks, they provided, uh, I think it was an E4, um, didn't have a lot of money. And when I did, it was usually spent up on an E Taiwan. So, um, I, I, they give you a laundry dryer sheet. So they kind of, it was a Korean product, but they just packed a lot of laundry detergent in a kind of a flaky form on a dryer sheet. And you just threw it in the washing machine, huh. uh, transferred the dryer sheet over to the dryer. Um, didn't work for darn, um, but, but it was free. So we used it and you know, you're not trying to impress anybody. Um, you probably spent more time picking off the, the white flakes um, and, and the leftover materials before you had to press your uniform than you did washing them. <laughs> Uh, but, but nonetheless, it just kind of sparked the idea, um, because in the e-com space, you know, weight is everything. Um, you've got to be competitive on pricing. Um, you gotta have a product that works, but you've got to be able to ship it and you can't ship, uh, whether it be pods or, or in, a liquid in any capacity and be competitive with a, a retail chain. Um, so it kind of sparked an interest and I, I did some research uh, about laundry sheets. Um, didn't really know anything about them at the time. Um, and it, over the course of six months really became educated and understood that, um, they did exist. They were out there. They'd never really, um, taken off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through that process, I found out Kimberly Clark, 
uh, a fortune, I think they're a fortune 117 right now, a company um, owned a patent on it. And that was kind of my business partner basically slammed the brakes and said, well, <laughs> great, but I'm not getting into a dollar shape club style business and putting any money behind anything that, um, you know, one of these companies has a patent on. Yeah. So, um, kind of, kind of put it on hold really for two weeks and just, you know, kind of crushed a little bit of a dream. And I said, man, I'm going to email Kimberly Clark and just talk to him about it. And, um, emailed them to talk to the guy said, you know, we've had the patent for a while. We're not actively using it. We were going to get in the laundry space. We're not, would you be interested in doing an exclusivity deal where, um, we can work out some numbers and make this patent, you know, we'll still own it, but it'll be proprietary to you guys and you guys only. Hmm. So, um, kind of put us on the map. We figured out what would work. Um, they believed in us a little bit. Um, and, and we were kind of off the races. It really gave us, uh, the direction to take the laundry sheet, you know, based on, on some of the key components on, on how to bind it and the surfactants and, uh, and really how to build it. So found a manufacturer that would, um, would give us a shot spent, you know, six, six to eight months going back and forth. Um, just kind of testing, um, seeing if it worked at home first and if we liked it, liked the fragrance, liked how it cleaned. Um, once we kind of narrowed it, narrowed it down to about three or four different sheets we liked, we sent it to a laboratory in Ohio that does, uh, independent testing on, on laundry type products and um, figured out which one had the most efficacy on the cleaning side. Um, and it was really off to the races. And, and that was, that was it. We started with, with sh the sheets. Um, and through that process, I, I literally went to Walmart and I walked down the laundry aisle and I put products on a cart that I said, we can figure out how to repackage this. Like these are, these are big sellers. Yeah. Let's figure out how to repackage it. Um, so you dryer sheets, for example, 99% of the dryer sheets out there, all of that woven fiber that a dryer sheet is on, that's all plastic. Yeah. Um, so I said, well, man, there's gotta be somebody that can do this without plastic. We found a company in Wisconsin that will do it on plant-based material. Um, you know, we, so we were off to the races with dryer sheets, um, scent boosters. They're, they're very popular now in the laundry space you know, it leaves a, a fragrance on your clothes for, you know, eight to 12 weeks. I said, let me see if I can find anybody in America that's manufacturing scent boosters. I did. And I said, well, I know I, I want these, but I don't want to put them in plastic. They thought I was crazy. Um, found a manufacturer that made cardboard tubes that would work for us. And I said, well, I'm going to send you some of these tubes that I've had made. Tell me if you can fill them, you know, called me the CEO of the company called me two weeks later and said, you know, we can, we can fill them. Um, these, these kind of had to build the tube around their assembly line. Um, so, so we started with, I think, you know, four products. We had one laundry sheet, the fresh linen, one dryer sheet, um, and two different fragrances, scent boosters. Uh, in January of 2020, we we officially launched. We launched out of my my friend's garage. Um, just kind of hoped to sell 25,000 boxes uh, in the first year, which ultimately, with with the numbers we had, would have generated a a decent income with a retirement and a disability. Um, so that kind of became our our goal and. Um, we sold 25,000 boxes in probably the first 60 to 90 days nice. uh, and almost ran out of product. Um, so we knew there was a demand out there. It grew quickly. Um, I, I think by that first June we had, uh, I'm thinking eight to 10,000 monthly subscribers. Um, and also, you know, through that process, COVID hit in, um, we outgrew the garage quickly in the first 60 days. We, um, found somebody, a lot of just good people, you know, a guy had a 22,000 square foot warehouse facility that he had just refit. 
um, and kind of looked at me like I'm crazy. Like you guys have a five month old business and you want to sign a lease on this giant building and, yeah. um, let's do some credit check background. And, um, he said, you know what, let's give it a shot. Everybody else, I honestly said, I, everybody doesn't want to buy it because the, the parking lot needs to be repaved. If you guys don't need a parking lot repaved for three years, uh, let, let's do the deal. And I mean, yeah. calm. I said, I don't need the pavement. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need new pavement. It doesn't have to be pretty. Um, we moved in here and, you know, social distance. The next thing I know we were hiring people. And, um, I, I think today, you know, we're shipping on average 1500 plus orders a day out of here. Um, we're, we're headed over to Australia. We're headed over to Iceland. We're headed over to Bermuda. Um, we're, awesome. uh, we're up in Canada now. So we, we've grown rapidly. We've expanded rapid, rapidly. And, um, it, the rest is kind of history. Wow. Hey, so since you were using the Kimberly Clark patent, did they give mm-hmm. you like their, their formula to start with, or they said you can use the patent, but did you pretty much have to create it on your own? Um, they didn't have a formula with the patent per se. It it wasn't, it wasn't an exact ingredients list. It was, um, it was the, the way the the laundry sheet itself is binded with polyvinyl alcohol. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's got a primary and a secondary surfactant. So, um, with inside laundry detergent, you need two types of surfactants, um, in order to get it clean. So it really just dialed in the fact that there's, there's not really another way to bond a laundry sheet without the polyvinyl alcohol. And you can't clean clothes without the surfactants. Um, so it, it just had the, the three principles to a laundry detergent sheet. Um, so we, again, we found a manufacturer. Um, the initial ingredients were just a lot of synthetic chemicals. And we did a lot of research really just off seventh generation and mm-hmm. finding um, some more eco-friendly, sustainable products and said, hey, we'd like to try it with, uh, you know, the surfactant and this these enzymes and we learned that, you know, certain enzymes over 108 degrees lose, uh, lose effectiveness. And we heat the laundry from a liquid to a sheet. We dehydrate it and take it out. Um, and it goes through a 140 degree process. Um, so the enzymes weren't coming out. Um, they were, they were ineffective. Um, so we had to find enzymes that would withstand the heat load. Um, so we, we really worked through it and just tried to, um, clean up, the the laundry list of synthetic chemicals and really replace them with plant-based uh, more natural ingredients um, that were hypoallergenic good for the skin um, and through that process we were able to to develop a sheet that that really worked well and and tested as as well as the competition out there mm-hmm. um you know if you go to procter and gamble and and look at their website and you can you can't find it you can google like like ingredients for for some of their detergents and just pronouncing some of the words on there it's literally a sentence long yeah. um, and that's not what we wanted so we 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 feel that we've accomplished that um and, and i think our number one goal was not to create a lifestyle change um, there's nothing harder about going green, eco-friendly, plastic-free than the cost yeah. and lifestyle change that takes. Um, you literally might have to read an instruction manual on how to use it, how to dispose of it, how to do this. And at that point, it's just not worth the time. Yeah. So that was our goal was make a lightweight, yeah. easy to use, plastic-free, works as well as everything else. Um, and we feel we'll have a win-win product and, and that's what we did. And it, you don't have to be on the plastic free bandwagon. It's literally a pre-measured detergent sheet you drop in that dissolves, takes yeah. up a third of the space if, if, uh, of, of a box of 50 or a load of 50, you know, liquid, um, ounces of detergent. So did you say that you, so your, your primary laundry sheet 
is a sheet of detergent meant to go in the washing machine. Correct. But most of us are familiar with the uh, dryer sheets, but did yes. you, did you say you also developed a dryer sheet in addition to the, the sheet that goes in the washing machine? We, we didn't develop a dryer sheet. No, we found a manufacturer that um, was willing to put a replace the, the fabric in which a dryer sheet. So quat is the main compound that's on a dryer sheet. It's the uh, anti-static. Uh-huh. Um, we found somebody that was willing to use a, a plant woven fiber um, as our base versus that plastic. Um, so we can then alternatively provide okay. a dryer sheet that is completely compostable. Oh, okay. But the, the one that goes in the dryer, the, the, the sheet part of it still there once the load of laundry is done. Okay. It is. Yes. Whereas obviously the laundry detergent one that, that, that melts into the water. Dissolves. Yeah. Dissolves. Correct. Yeah, okay. dissolves. All right. Cool. And then you came out with the additional scent booster products that come in the tube and then, yep. and then formulated it all into a laundry club. So you can, you can sign up for your monthly subscription of, how much of your laundry products you need basically yeah, absolutely. a dollar shave club of laundry detergent. It is. <laughs> and, you know, we have, we have 46 different products now. I mean, we've got EcoBoost dishwash, body uh-huh. shop, deodorants. Um, so yeah, we've got a whole line. We've got floor cleaning sheets, but our concept behind it was, you know, there's subscriptions. There's nothing worse than getting logged in, locked in rather, or, or nobody wants to collect laundry detergents. So you don't want to be overwhelmed. Yeah. So we want, some enterprise enterprise platforms like big commerce and order groove um, built out one where the customer is really in control. You can stop, start, pause, cancel, add, remove mm-hmm. uh, where you don't have to call a 1-800 number and say, Hey, I've got 4,000 loads of laundry in my closet. Stop this. <laughs> um, you know, it, yeah. it's, it, and we have that for those that, that can't figure it out, but um, the customer is always in control of it. And you can be on a, a monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly, annual subscription, whatever kind of floats your boat, depending on the uh, how many kids you have, really. Yeah. So I thought, um, really good lesson. You know, you thought you had an original idea. It turns out it, somebody already had a patent on it. And it's mm-hmm. didn't, And even, even though your investor guy said, no, we're not going any farther, you just emailed them to see what they would say, and they were totally fine with it. I mean, such a simple concept, but there's so many people that would have stopped and, and walked away. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, yeah, I'll be honest with you. There was a thousand points I wanted to quit. I mean, I, I don't have a laundry or chemistry background. I um, mean, and it's a small space, believe it or not. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of the biggest, um, it's a $200 billion a year industry. Um, but there's, there's the top five in the laundry space. And, and most of them don't private label or manufacture for anybody. They're making it for their own company. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is a very small space and it's literally a lot of time on Google calling people and um, you know, and they're, they're you know, I, I'm doing a thousand box. That's my minimum order or a million boxes is my minimum order quantity on dryer sheets, you know? And it's like, well, I can't buy a $1.25 million on a startup. Right. Um, so, you know, just finding somebody that'll actually work with you, believe you, you understand your mission and concept, um, was, was challenging in itself. And then, yeah, getting roadblocks yeah. like, like Kimberly Clark. Um, I mean, I quit on it for two weeks and I said, man, what I got to lose, let me email this company and right. see if I can, awesome. you know, talk yeah. to them. And one thing led to another and here we are today. And so you went on, you went on Shark Tank with Sheets Laundry Club. Can you tell us about that? I did. Yeah. 
Yeah, we actually just aired, what is today? So we aired about a month ago um, on, on November 19th. Uh, the first year, everybody was, even customers, I mean, you got to go on Shark Tank. Uh, you guys got to go on Shark Tank. And the, for the first year, I said, I'm not going on Shark Tank. First <laughs> off, I don't have a product that's good enough to go on Shark Tank. Um, that's just my initial thought. But it's one of your favorite um, shows and you don't want to go on Shark Tank? And then I, at the time, I said, you know, we're... It, it, well, there's probably a reason for that. I've watched it for 13 seasons and I didn't want to be a punching bag. <laughs> um, yep. You know, we, we were growing, we were, we were able to pay the bills. Um, and then it just kind of clicked in the beginning of 2021. And, and um, I said, man, you know, I was talking to, to my business partner and I said, what can it hurt? You know? And, and again, it's one of those don't quit, you know, they get about 50,000 applications a year and they film, I believe uh, about 120 episodes. Um, so the odds of getting on that show are really slim to none. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and the process to get on there is, uh, very time consuming and, and cumbersome. Uh, but I said, yeah, you don't know if you don't try and it, it, it's great for publicity. And, um, obviously you really have the fear of going in there and just getting destroyed and, and walking out with nothing but, uh, your pride sitting on the floor. Um, but it, it was a chance we were willing to take and, um, and, and luckily it panned out for us. We were able to uh, partner with, uh, co-founder and CEO of Kind Bars, Dan Petsky. Um, and what, what was his, what was his name there again? Your your Zoom keeps cutting out. Um, so Daniel Lebetsky, he uh, uh, was the founder of Kind Bars, mm-hmm. um, the CEO of Kind Bars. Uh, he's, he's recently stepped down as the CEO, but he's the chairman. And um, he was the shark we wanted going in. And our, our interests and values were really aligned. Um, and, and everything worked out that day. And um, walked out of there with a, a deal with Daniel Lebetsky and uh, couldn't be more excited to to see what the future holds. Wow. How does it look uh, when you get a deal with a shark? How does that look? I'm sure individual sharks work out differently, I suppose, but um, do, do, do they start working with you on a very regular basis? And um, do you, but for the most part, you still feel like you're running your own company, but you, you just have their assistance or is it, more like a, they, they kind of take over and you got to do everything their way. I mean, what, what, what does that look like? Yeah. So the, the first thing is you, you, you shake hands uh, for a better term on, on the show. And then the reality sets in is um, you've got a lot of paperwork to fill out because yeah. you've got to back up everything you've said on TV and make sure all, it that, all that due diligence happens after yeah, the handshake. That due diligence, um, that, that due diligence. So sure. we spent a, a good period of time working through the due diligence process uh, with Daniel's team at Equilibra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and got, got all that, that together, which was, was an intense process, um, but also an educational process. You learn a lot about your business through that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're asking questions they're like, Oh my God, I, I've never put together a business plan. Um, we're just kind of, we, we know what it is, me and you do, yes. but I guess now we got to share this with the world. So we got to right. put it on paper. Um, so just a, a long process. And to answer your question, um, you know, Daniel's already been a phenomenal mentor and it's not just Daniel. I mean, he's built a team of, um, successful driven people, um, that are within his network at Equilibra, um, that, that then answer questions, you know, like if, if we have a question, I'll email them and uh, they don't necessarily need to go to Daniel. Um, he's got seasoned experts that, um, that can help us. Um, whether it be in the marketing department, you know, if you want to go private label, if you want to go wholesale, if you want to go international, um, he's got a whole team. And with that said, we absolutely speak with Daniel. We've had, 
several meetings and, and he's a phenomenal mentor and um, we kind of just align right around the holiday season. So hopefully uh, we'll get a little more involved in, in January um, to kind of plan out 2022. Um, but to be honest with you, we, we haven't had a lot of time post shark tank. It, it really increased the awareness, the volume, uh, the media as we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it hasn't, I haven't had a lot of free time. I'm basically been deployed for the last 30 days, um, <laughs> which is a, a great thing when you're a business owner. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're getting close to our time. How do we find sheets laundry club? So we, uh, sheets laundry uh, is the easiest way. We, uh, we have the best rates at our site, but we are on Amazon as well. If, if it's an easier way to look, mm-hmm. um, we're pretty competitive uh, on Amazon as well. I think we're still in the top uh, 10 on 14,000 laundry products on Amazon. So it's definitely a, a great avenue as well. Yeah. So either direction works and, and our phone numbers on the website as well. If you have questions, don't hesitate to give us a call. Awesome. If you're talking to somebody in the military that's looking to get out or somebody on their way out looking to start their own business, what kind of advice would you have for them? Yeah. And, and I know a lot of veterans do that. Everybody I've talked to wants to, to start their own business. Um, have an idea that's unique to you um, that you believe in. Um, don't quit. Um, you know, the American dream is alive. Just know that it's, it's not easy. You're going to have to work. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it takes a lot of work. Nobody's going to hand it to you on a silver platter. Um, when you come out, in my opinion, it, it, it's a dog eat dog world. Um, people don't necessarily understand how you work or operate. Um, they're not, they're not, you know, necessarily on your team and it, it's, it's a little bit of a challenge, but you just have to persevere, drive through, uh, work hard. And, and again, don't quit. You know, it's, um, just never quit. If you continue to drive forward and, and believe in what you're doing, you can make it happen. There's people out there that do want to work with you and want to help you and see you succeed. There's plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be discouraged by the the ones that want to take your idea and run with it or squash it before it's ever become come to fruition. Awesome. Well, yeah. um, so Chris, thanks for sharing your veteran entrepreneurial success story. Great story. Living the American dream. Um, really appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing your future success. All right, my friend. I appreciate it. Hopefully we'll catch up soon. You bet. All right. These two veterans are Oscar Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.